Welcome to Click Stop, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest hero clicks retailer. Find hero clicks new and old on Trollandtoad.com and use coupon code Clickstoff for 5% off your hero clicks order. Uh, merchant and pre order items do not apply. If you like what you're hearing today, check us out patreon.com forward slash clickstoff um five dollars and above gets entered into our discord server and where we have uh direct and exclusive access to hero clicks chat and discussions which has been popping off pretty good lately so it's been pretty exciting um and then um we hopefully will be doing giveaways again at the start of the year uh november and december's giveaways from troll and toad are going to sponsor um, the uh, Bradcast Online Worlds, which is next Sunday, the 12th. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, a dollar and above does normally get into our, entered into our monthly giveaways, but as you're listening to this, uh, for the moment, a dollar and above, a dollar to five dollars or a dollar and three dollars I think your benefit is you're supporting us and our content uh, we do intend on giving back to monthly giveaways at the beginning of the month or beginning of the year um, and I'm going to try to do something for just the patrons at the beginning of the year as well it's been a crazy few weeks so with that it is the longest intro ever I would like to talk about my co-host next uh, Tyler forgets word called standard spees oh that's so mean i was so excited <laughs> and then no one's gonna know what's what you're talking about i'll explain that in a second yeah we'll get there and then uh alex oh alex just needs to play that's Gladi. enough that, no just just, just alex. there alex oh alex and just call it coos yeah what's up guys I feel like it's been it's been forever than since I feel like we talked. It yeah. has. I know you guys, you has. guys recorded an episode without me like a couple weeks ago, but even then, no, it just feels it's, like it's forever. been almost it's been almost a month since we recorded, right? So, yeah, um, so I guess I guess I would say this. So I don't know the next quite next time we're going to have Jason on, um, but just to let everybody know, Jason is still a part of Clickstaff, uh, specifically the podcast, and he is a part of the competitive uh, team. Um, his thing is, uh, I was going to have him on to tell us y'all, but he's posted this in the group a couple places. Um, he is still part of the podcast. He is still part of the team. He has sold his stuff, um, and then just intends, intends on buying it back next year whenever there's an event for him to attend. Yeah. So the, the Clicksoft Classic was on a bad weekend. Um, did we have an event in November? No. Uh, no. No. Not in person. No. Or not even online, right? Um, no. Sure. And then... I and, mean, except for Brad's stuff. Yeah, Brad. I'm talking about big, big, not the weekly yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the December 12th Worlds, online Worlds, 
uh, that's his weekend to work. So he didn't get to play in October. There was nothing in November. December is his weekend to work, and he doesn't usually are able. isn't able to shift those usually. Uh, and then January and February, we don't have, much. We don't have anything announced, right? Right. Yeah. So there is the, the dead time. There is the December eighteenth clicks in it event, um, but that's too far really for us to attend for the amount of prizing that they're giving out. Um, not that it's subpar or anything. It's just six and a half hours. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. got to it's got to be just a little bit more for us to make six and a half hours. Uh, and then I think Alex is more like ten hours for him. So yeah, yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, if it was a little bit more pricing, not to take anything away from what those folks are doing, because um, they are doing quite a bit of cool stuff. So um, that's where that's where Jason's at. Um, you know, feel free to PM him. He's still going to be very much an active part of the community. Just um, whenever there's something to do, he'll be back. Right, and that's not unlike what we've seen out of like um, Dustin Cedars. Right, since the pandemic started. I mean, I think yeah, I think I think like... I think Dustin's played a little bit online, but I mean, like he's still very much a you know talks to the Clicksman. I I've reached out to him a few times during the pandemic, and he's just I think he played during the Texas event that they had down there, maybe one of the Oklahoma <laughs> ones. And um, was he at Clicks Cup, Tyler? Yeah, he was at Clicks Cup. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, he's just an in-person guy, right? He's uh, he's not yeah, much. He... Of hates playing online he will not do it right yeah. and i th- and i think also it's just some people may have been game for online and it's just as this has continued just as right soured a bit like even myself uh i played the other day and i was like ah i'm just not really in the mood to play online right now nothing wrong with it it's just right i've i have heard that from a lot of people that that it's kind of worn out for them um it's always going to be the opposite for me. Love playing online. I would, I would wish that not, not every tournament was online, but it's so much easier to play and it's so much easier to see and look at everything. So it, the it, actual it, just experience, but I, I understand in yeah. person gets a lot more camaraderie and things like that. Well, I mean, I think what I'm the mechanics of playing. Well, I think what I'm seeing too, is that there is a part of like either getting used to it or burnout or something. I, I I can't the flipping back and forth or looking back and forth on monitors. I'm forgetting what powers are there, and it, it it's, yeah. it's taking a lot more mental stamina to be able to go and look at all of the powers and remember the powers that are just should be right there in front of me. Right, I should be able to look down and just see the click. Right, and that that aspect has been a little bit difficult for me lately. That's fair. Um, to each their own. I'm no, I'm in the minority on that for sure. Yeah. No, no. I and you're fine, right? I mean, I, I I've been playing online because it's the only thing I've been able to do. Um. You know, there's. I mean, it's also just, in my opinion, just revolutionized practicing. It has. <laughs> no, that is definitely it has. Right. I I think we're way better as players as a community than we were before this came out for sure. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, but so let's talk. So today we're going to talk about the Brad's Worlds event, the Bradcast Worlds event. Um, just kind of some of our prep and kind of some of the stuff we've been seeing. And because uh, all three of us are here are planning on playing, um, 
it probably shouldn't be much of a surprise what we're going to be playing. Um, and uh, then we're going to talk about Eternals, <laughs> and then yeah, we're going to talk about Eternals, and then we're going to talk about Empire. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, Tyler, um, I'm going to say this in a way that might infuriate you. Um, <laughs> um, That's perfect. I am I'm ready. I um, lately on roll twenty, specifically the last two broadcast show events that I've won. I am I am riding the high of the roll twenty algorithm currently. Oh okay. Okay. So looks turned around. Yeah. Now's not now's not the time to burn those out. Yeah. Don't don't burn those out now because we got next week. No, it's fine. Peak right now. Yeah, I'm gonna be riding the I'm no 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 I'm not at the peak. I am I am currently riding up the bell curve. Um and then the the peak of the bell curve will only be after the event next Sunday. Okay. I think we beat the analogy to the ground. We have, but so here's my here's 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 what's happened. Um is uh so for eleven games in a row uh between online and in person, um I did not win map versus a higher theme. Okay, right. that's that's not crazy. Right, no, I agree. I agree. But here's what's crazy. Uh, the Bradcast, I have won map six times in a row on the Bradcast. No, five five out of six games, I have won map on the Bradcast event. Um, that that reminds me. I want to make sure... We record that? Yeah, for the, Brad, for the yeah. online worlds. I need to talk to Brad, because that is a metric, I think. <laughs> I've mentioned it before. He's Every event... Every event needs to record not just who won and lost, but who won map. Right. Yeah. Don't I don't care about the roles, like who rolled what. I just want the metric of oh, this person won. Did he win map or not? Because that matters a lot for a lot of teams. Right. So and then so I think, but I think three of those I was under theme. I was under their theme. I th I think for the first time on this yeah, two days ago. Because uh, we're recording on Sunday, I played on Friday. I beat a plus three for the first time in a long time. Yeah, that uh, definitely happens. It's definitely yeah. uh... we we tied and then I rolled again and then I won by one. So right now there's the because I'm sure we have plenty of whiskets people who listen to this podcast. I'm sure right now they're doing the uh, Jack Nicholson yes like nodding gif. Because they're like, yes, our plan for capping out at three is working. Now <laughs> theme teams are balanced. So, yes. so here's here's what I was thinking about that. Um, <laughs> and I was talking to Paul Cote about this. By the way, the, the games that I played are streamed. So if you want to hear some of like Paul's perspective on this, um, it's it's on the Clickstuff YouTube. Um, so the, the, the proposal that has been put out there is that if you... When the map roll, you either get to pick map or go first. No. I so, hate that. I hate this. I do. I, I do too. Because here's the thing. Molecule Man, I think I narrowed it down. I boiled the ocean down to Molecule Man. Mm -hmm. So, like, if, if you win map, right? If you, sorry, if you win the roll, 
right, Tyler, I'm going to just say you, right? You yeah. you with animals, right? You win the map versus me, and I'm playing <clears throat> Molecule Man. Which do you decide to do? Uh, forget that I'm playing Bat Doom, right? I'm just playing Scientist or Latveria or Unthemed, but I have a Molecule Man. Yeah, you're saying in the new rules. Right, and in, in like this in, 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 in this proposal situation, right? Right. You either get to go yeah, first, it, you either get to go first, or you get to pick map. Right. So then, at that point, I'd probably, yeah, it's it's so hard to decide, and the fact that it's hard to decide means that the advantage is so minute to maybe nothing. Right, because if what if you choose to go first, and I have Molecule Man. You're just going to take me in order blocking, and I can't get you. But if I pick, you know, you go first, then I don't get to hit you first. So it's like, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it negates it. it. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing at all, but I I, I get what you're saying, though. I mean, in it this just... specific situation. And you're, yeah, but there's a lot of teams that rely on map, and there's a lot of teams that rely on going first. Your team is one that relies on going first. So in your instance, you would prefer to go first, but you don't currently have an answer to stop indoor molecule man. That doesn't mean you won't build to change that, but I get the point because I I also agree. I agree in the sense that I think winning map roll is a little too advanced, like too much of an advantage for something that is relatively luck based. Like, I, I, sure, you could build a theme and have a plus three. And your chances are pretty good, but it is still kind of luck based. Um, well, but a lot of teams the entire like game is luck based, so I don't think that matters. Sort of. No. And, and the uh, if we're if we're talking about online play and like competitive and gambling and whatnot, no, it's not luck based. Um, no, but it yeah. is. It's specifically luck based. There is a, a chance element in it. Okay, that's fair. But what I'm meaning is that it, it's still so top heavy. I think. I think like you have so many teams that if they win map their percentage of winning is significantly high like and it, it, this was this has been a, a thing for forever right like i feel like with your whales team remember there's a lot of times with your whales team if you won yeah, map so, and you went first it was like okay you've got like a 90 percent chance of winning i can't i can't like beat that. you yeah um so i i agree there and even back then i said i think going first is actually too high and then we had had this conversation, yeah, like three years ago. And my opinion was it is probably too much to win map, even though you are, you know, sacrificing on building a theme team to, to get that advantage. I still thought it was too much. And my suggestion, and PJ suggested this suggestion three years ago, and I was like, no, that's too much. You should just cap the amount that you can get. I said plus five. That might have been too high. Too, yeah, but it, they did it at plus three, and I thought that was the change that was needed. So I don't... I don't think it's that much of a problem right now. I would really like to see the day that you were talking about, but there's, there the whole game is chance based because you can't damage the other people if you roll bad. Um, but there is a lot riding on the roll, so it's a little bit different. Um, right. But like, let me ask it. Let me ask you this: main teams right now, mm -hmm. most of them either rely on going first or rely on winning map. Not to not necessarily like. Their chance of winning skyrockets if one of those happens. I feel I like. I don't think I agree with most teams. So like my team specifically does, but that's because I'm 
you know, I'm basically taking the risk and I built it to be a high theme because I knew that I was building a team that it really needs to go first. Because so it's an alpha a, strike, though. Yeah, is, but, but that's no, what we're, we've been saying for months no, no, now no, no, is this no, no, meta no. is alpha strike. Mine is a pure alpha strike. So if you point to Dan's team, Dan's team can still has the full map reach, just like mine, but Dan can win games much easier if he goes second because he built his team like that. Right, but no, what we're saying, though, is if Dan wins map, his percentage of winning is skyrocketed. Like, sure, he could still win... 80% of the games or 70% of the games or whatever if he goes second. It depends on where he goes and the team, sure, sure, sure. But mm -hmm. if he wins map and he puts you on Glen, Glen uh, Grove, it's like, okay, well, you have no way of really stopping a lot of it. Same with monster theme. Very similar yeah, scenario. I kind of disagree with that. I think there are definitely – you have to build your team to be able to, if not survive completely the – if retaliation we go second – but some way to mitigate it, right? You need a Harry Leland, you need a barrier, stuff like that right. to mitigate that. Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, so what, I, what I'm what i seeing is that there are teams that if they lose map and they go second, it's just very, very bad for them. Yeah, I agree. That's, so, I think that's a lot of teams, majority of the teams. And I think what I'm saying is I think it's so many teams that it's inhibiting <laughs> and lessening the meta. Like it, the, it's putting almost a cap on it. Because you have figures like Sky Tyrant who could just whip across the map so if they go first. The other thing that, that I've seen, and this was, uh, so Patrick Yapoko put this out on Majestics, and I kind of like that. And this is one of the more unsolvable issues of it, is map design. Is, like, mm -hmm. we even got, like, Iron Man's Workshop, right? Like, you know, the, everybody's quick to point out the rock maps, um, but, um, you know... Um, but uh, you know the WizKids maps are the same way, right? Like mm -hmm. Iron Man's Workshop is a is <coughs> some very symmetrical for most teams. Um, yeah. So keep in mind the rock maps are approved and reviewed by WizKids as well, so it's not like rock and, maps are just go off the the deep end. Right. And they are the same map designer. Yeah, basically. Right. So we got reprint of Mount Olympus, which is the exact same map. On the horizontal. Do you think that all maps? Do you think that all maps should be uh, unsymmetrical, non-symmetrical? Yes, I, I. I mean, so. Well, hold on. Uh, which are you asking me from a game balance perspective, or I want to win <laughs> from perspective? a Daniel Powell's perspective? Yeah, Daniel Powell's perspective. Yeah, Daniel Powell's perspective is that all maps should just be Hoth and they should just be white. Yeah, yeah. And um, I want to play on Hoth every time. Uh, yeah. But from a game balance perspective, you're right. I think that every map needs to have an advantage to one side or the other. Every single one of them. I so don't then, think it needs to be specifically an advantage to one. Just different so that there is actual some choice you can make. Well, would that help counter this? Because what we're talking about... Well, no, what I'm saying is what we're talking about is that we're trying to nerf winning map. Like winning the role. But instead, is there a way to buff, using game balance terms, to buff losing map roll? Right. So, so having that's, some, that's what we're talking about. Is right. like if non-symmetrical, yeah. but it would have to be where one side has a clear advantage. Right. And like so if you're taking like, me to the Iron Man's workshop, it's like okay, well you could say the one on higher elevation might be somewhat of an advantage. Sure, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like so is there there more is more maps like that? No, and that's the problem in general, is that. None of the maps that I'm looking at in modern 
really give any either player either advantage. Right? Like I'm even looking at the ones that are non non symmetrical, right? Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Asymmetrical. Yeah, and the ones that are asymmetrical. Yeah, thank you. Like it, it it's 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 they're asymmetrical to where it doesn't matter. I would yeah. say the closest we have is the rise and fall maps. All right, I'm gonna look at the but rise yeah, and fall. Yeah, I thought they did a good they good did a good job. Because the rise and fall maps, both maps have either a one large starting area, or the other person has to deal with a split starting area. Yeah, which and that yeah. So, but the, sucks. The, yeah, but the problem is though, in order to do this, would take years. Because you have to rotate right, all the maps yeah. that don't do this. Because otherwise, yeah. first player is going to be like, "All right, I'm never choosing the rise of you know all what? maps." Yeah, because all you need is one symmetrical map. That's what yeah. you're going to pick. Right. Yeah. So you know what? Uh, yeah, and that's the only map that people will put on their build sheet. So just go from putting three maps to one map. Mm-hmm. Um. You know what? You know what, Alex? So I think you're right. I think the rise and fall maps are the only non. There might be one or two others. No, I'm but... I'm looking here like. Metal. I'm just going to go through Metal Arena, Necropolis, Great Mound, the Danger Room ones, uh, East West, Utopia. Utopia looks asymmetrical, but all for all intents and purposes, it's not. Yeah. I remember when the Rise and Fall maps came out. I made a bigger deal about the fact that this is one of the first times we've gotten different starting areas like all of the previous maps i feel like i've had the same size starting area but maybe they had different terrain in them but this was the first time where it's like hey you get a two by 16 or whatever and then you've got two three by fours like it's just something like radically different they did it with ampetunia's um house or whatever it's a three by four you start in on that one and i think not not ampetunia's no ampetunia's Ampetunia's is just a two by. What a, oh, Mirror Island? 12. Maybe that's something I have. Mirror Island uh, from. Yeah, that's ancient. No, Mirror Island. Mirror Island was. Yes, Mirror Island was three squares different. So, yes. Yes. One of them is a three by four, the other's a three by five. <laughs> yeah, that was. I remember that one being weird. Uh, but yeah, for the from, most part. Weird. From Xavier's? Yeah, you know what? That yeah, one from, was. Yeah, from. Yeah, I mean, that one, uh, I mean, I don't know, like... <laughs> that one's definitely not symmetrical. One side has a house, the other doesn't. Yeah, you know, it's, fun it's not, it was, I did like that map a lot, but I also phased through the map, so I didn't really care because I had Lila Cheney. That's a different problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But, uh, I mean, you you do have maps like the, the Scott Porter Hyper RPG map, mm-hmm. that there's a benefit, if they choose that map, you could choose to be outdoor or indoor. Yeah. That, so that's like okay. That's no, no, that no. could so be a benefit. That that is barely a benefit. It's still a benefit, though. Is what I'm trying to say. Like I know, but it's, it's got to be. It's, what's it? What what difference is it going to make? Unless you're playing barrier. Well, you one you could be playing barrier. So, yeah. that, but that that's they, the but that's the issue, right? You go back to what you were just saying. What we were saying about ten minutes ago. Okay, but it doesn't have to be barrier. It could just be you block something with a body blocker. So it's just it's harder to get at you if there are things around you. But uh, outdoor doesn't outdoor and indoor line of fire rules are the same, right? So let's say I take my. No, they're not. You no. If I'm indoor, you can't shoot me with your colossal figure. No, the colossal figure can still see over other standard characters and at outdoor. Right, but it can't see over the blocking indoor terrain. 
but hyper RPG studios that there's like four or five there's five squares of that. But the, it, it, no, no, it no. still matters. Outdoor, is what we're trying to say. If, if outdoor and indoor, are like the one that splits it, they can't shoot over that. Into indoor. I get that, but either way, either way though, the the I think, math math I, says like the geometry or trigonometry, whatever the little lines of fire rules out, that there's like seven squares that that makes a difference for. Actually, probably less. I'm hoping. I mean, have we seen any of the maps for Empire yet? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, Scott Porter showed the, the uh, Battlegrounds I'm, one, right? I'm, I am so upset with you right now. Me? <laughs> no one's shown them. Like, no one at all has possibly posted a YouTube video that has shown the maps. Yeah, oh, which is really weird. I see the wrong. I watched that video. <laughs> I've just forgotten. I don't remember. I'm thinking of, like, a detailed, like, look through. But anyway, what I mean is, is, like, did. It's still symmetrical. Did they oh go back gosh, to symmetrical? Alex, for those? no, I'm still mad at you. I'm not moving past this. I, don't I have not seen the video, so no. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> no, now I'm just mad. Here, look, at I'll, I'll give us a, I'll give us another view. Here, I'll go look at the like right it. now. I literally subscribe. I do better. I not subscribed. I have like multiple YouTube accounts, so uh, I yeah. So uh, like, hold on, I'm gonna see there. Um, you have known what maps are in the battleground starter um, for other mm-hmm. oh, reprints. That's what it is. They are they are reprints, but you have known for a month. Yeah, reprints of Baxter Building, Sentinel HQ from Days of Future Past, and then Final Battle from Civil War. Yeah. So that so that means they're they're symmetrical because that's how those maps were. That's right. Yeah. Back in the day, right. I'm not mad at you now, but I did take good but pictures the, of all. But the of reason those. I was mentioning that was I was had a sliver of hope that's like, oh, maybe Rise and Fall is the turn, and WizKids is like, hey, you know what? No, let's give mm-hmm. second player a, a bigger bonus because I do think that's the solution. I, I think yeah, that, giving, making is. these maps like what Pat, uh, what you said, Patrick said, like I think that's the solution. Bump it up to where it's like, okay, you could put me on this map, but. You've got to find the best map that going on the wrong side doesn't hurt your team. And it's going to... The problem is is that solution will not happen for multiple years. That's right. Unless they do like a hard... We're rotating all these maps. We realize it's a big deal. Instead of nerfing this, new rules, these are the maps that are legal. You know, something crazy, which would not happen. But I agree that that would be a good change, and I support that. But I am still of the opinion that it's not that big of a deal right now. But I would like to see the data to be proven wrong. So what do you what do you think is like what do you think the issue is? Um so like here's the thing. I beat Paul for map. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think it's a team building issue then, Tyler? Like do you think it's a is a team building issue that folks should account for that they're not currently accounting for as much as they should? Um, that could be it, or it's just there is chance in the game <laughs> you're gonna lose maps some of the time right right so you have to account for that chance so then what i'm hearing is so there is luck in the game i agree with you so you have to build for that chance in your team build you you either build 
for that chance. That's what your team does because you have multiple man and things like that on there. Molecule man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. My team <laughs> d d really doesn't. I try to mitigate that chance by adding things in other ways. So like, well, no, I so you, theme. you do no, no, you do in your team build. And here's I'm getting to a good point here. I think you do in your team build because your team is tanky. Yeah, that's true too. Um, I can take a hit for sure, and that helps in in some matchups. But I I think it's more that instead of I didn't build to go second. I built my team with the intent of going first. Mm -hmm. But I did that by building it with a higher theme team, um, by making it so that when I do win map, it's much more of an advantage for me. So I built towards my advantage instead of away from my or towards my disadvantage, I guess. How would you say your team fares if you go second? Um, not good. But you keep winning with it, so that can't be true. Because you don't uh, win map all the time. Well, That's true. I, I mean, the Clicksoft Classic, you lost map twice, and you lost twice, right? And it knocked you out of the tournament. No, I lost map four times out of my five games. And I won all... And I won Six games. No. You, play, you played six, six games. games? Yeah. I know. I think I lost map five times that day. I think I only won map once. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So, you, you know, you can win. I guess. Um, I guess it's just because you're, are you just built different? Um, it could be that. It could be what you said to where good I augment. do have a lot of threats on the team. Um, it is a good augment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of threats on the team that they have to deal with and things like that. So. Um, I also have obviously I do have defense and the emotional modifier, right? Reducing their stuff. I have defend, um, eighteen defend. So I, I guess I do have stuff to mitigate it. I'm just not thinking like hard barrier or something like that. Right. So how do, how do we feel about this discussion? But then add in the advent of the the switch out teams because I think that matters a lot in this. That there's now so many Swiss Army knives out there. That they build I, a team. They build a team specifically to win map. Uh, the X Men one with Jubilee. You know, I win map, I, I get benefits. But right. if I lose map, I have alternatives. Mm -hmm. So it's built similarly, except maybe a little bit more flexible um, than yours. I mean, yours is built tanky. Theirs is theirs is kind of tanky too in certain on certain builds and certain people. I I think it's I think that that is a separate issue where having first player get to decide all beginning game effect order <laughs> seems that's probably something that should be addressed i don't know how they do it but that seems that feels bad every time it happens so should we we should actually start thinking of that separately as a third benefit right yeah like first true. like you've got the benefit of i choose map i'm first player i'm sure this is lumped in the first player but first player to me is i go first right which is a benefit and then I choose beginning of game actions, which is a huge benefit on a lot of teams. Yeah, it is. So, so yeah, that's, that's three benefits to winning a map roll, which seems almost too many, um, just because I won a roll. And uh, sure, it's luck-based, sure, you got a plus three, blah, 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 blah. But we've done the math, we've talked about the percentage. Even A plus three is still a good chance of winning map. I forgot what you said the probability I of it was. I think it's 85. I don't, I've never actually done the math. I just heard repeating people. Yeah, so it, uh, it's... 
It's a very interesting discussion. I have no idea if WizKids would do anything. I mean, the fact that they did anything to begin with in these past rules yeah. is promising. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I definitely think it is imperative, if anybody's listening <laughs> and running a tournament, document who wins map, because I think that is good info to have, because I think WizKids would love that info to know, oh, hey, this person won the whole tournament, how many times they win map? Oh, eight out of nine times? Okay. I mean, they can all, if you have the build sheets, you'll be able to see what the the chance of your uh, your theme bonus is. Right. So... I think it's very interesting data. Yeah. So um, there's one other cool team that I want to highlight that we have talked about on our team chat, but had never put together completely. Um, and that was uh, Randy Carter's team that I played in the third round on Friday. Oh, yeah. You mentioned this. Right? I did mention this, right? So it was in Justice League. Right, not in Justice Society or the other four different versions of the bad guy and right. Justice keyword. Because um, I was looking for keywords that Tyrant shared with his team. It was none. Uh, um, so, in Justice League, so what that included was two Jokers. Which Joker? J the JLU-10 Joker. Uh. Yeah, the bomb joker. Yeah, the bombs on the strip joker. So two of those with their 20-point traits. Uh, so that's 140. And then there was two JLU shades, which was a rare. So that was another uh, 90 points. Um, that's the one that can uh, smoke cloud yeah. and then free smoke uh, and then carry, carry characters that aren't adjacent to her or him. And it's passenger three, right? Yeah, passenger yeah. three with phasing, ten movement. Um, Doesn't he have something else cool? Like it's a yeah. Well, I'll get there. Poison and oh. yeah. Oh, you mean you mean shade? Yeah, shade has poison and and printed prob and super senses. But can he poison the people that are in his smoke? And no, he does other stuff. No, not this one. It's a she, isn't it? Or no, it's he. Oh, he does the free smoke cloud based on the target. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this uh, shade. Oh yeah, Richard Richard Swift. That's right. Yeah, this this shade is the uh, is the the dude. And in Justice League too. Yeah, I you're. Remember if I mentioned that. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, Shade, the Changing Girl. Yeah. Which is Who? different. No, I think that's what Alex was thinking of. Oh yeah, Shade, the Changing Girl is different. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there was also Felix Faust, the thirty point one. And um, which that one's good. Um, if you if you, if you want to laugh, just watch it. Uh, watch whenever uh, um, Randy rolls like four ones in a roll in a world, and I use outwit like five times. That is sad. It was uh, it was funny. I think I lost track of what all I outwitted, and we just kind of rolled with it. <laughs> it it, it didn't really matter, but it, sure. Um, and then there was a. Um, Gorilla Grodd and a Brainiac. And then the last 30 points where I think he needed a little bit of work. Um, but uh, he had the WWE Arena, an emotional modifier. I guess it was the 20 points. WWE Arena, emotional modifier. And um, I know how the bat thinks. And I think, you know, there's only one way for this, that um, map bonus to work. 
So if um, you're an Injustice League theme team, action tokens can't be removed from opposing characters of 100 points or less except by clearing. And yeah, that's, that's really, really good. Yeah, that's that's super insanely good, right? <laughs> if you're not in a Justice League theme team, it's just one character of 100 points or less. So Which is still insanely good, right? Uh, but the Injustice League one, like, it slowed down my tempo so much, right? Because on on my team in particular, right, I have two leaderships. Uh, I have willpower from Cosmic Energy on Molecule Man, and then oddly enough, it also nerfs opposing Injustice League team abilities. Or Brotherhood team abilities. True. Um, because you just can't do it, except for clearing. Um, yeah. And I, I was Dark thinking... Phoenix hates it, too. Right. Um, Blackheart hates it. Blackheart, Blackheart hates it. Hates it. He beat, a Black, he beat a Blackheart, right? Because the guy because couldn't... He couldn't clear. He couldn't KO a guard and do it. Um, <laughs> or maybe... Well, I wonder, he, can go, he can KO a guard, it just doesn't take the tokens off. Yeah. Right, so I but I use that which a, is a big deal. Right, but he was still good to use, I guess, charge and stuff for free. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I guess but, my one question I have for this team is where's the damage? That was what I was gonna say. Right, so what what he was doing was so obviously right if he sends the zero point jokers out, um, they have shape change and super senses, right? So you got to sync attacks into things. That you may not be able to use the outwit on, because if Faust is setting seven, eight squares back, eight, right, you have to get past the Jokers to within range of the Faust, then outwit shape changer super senses, or have Battle Fury, and then they might generate another one, and then they blow up if you're close attacking them, right? So, like, just just for an example, Tyler, on your team, right? If you go punch a fake Joker with a Pog, mm-hmm. and you get through shape change and super senses and all of that, mm-hmm. your Pog dies and you don't get to make it again. True. Um, because the stop click is immediate, like Black Widow, Chase Black Widow, and then it deals one penetrating damage to all opposing characters, then you KO the Joker. So if right. you have gone in and you have poisoned one, let's say you just, I'm just, I'm not saying that you would do this in particular, Tyler. Yeah, but um, if I did, yeah. But if you did, you went in and you're like, okay, I'm going to drop a pog, I'm going to poison two zero point jokers, and then I'm going to attack one. And then, so that one goes to a stop, generates its penetrating damage, that other one goes to a stop, generates a penetrating damage, and it happens immediately. So, like, it just starts dealing stuff to you, and they have poison. They have sidestep, leap climb, stealth, and plasticity. So they move anywhere. They're hard to get away from. Um, yeah. So what I'm saying is, is is this a team where like 80% of your damage is expected to come from not attacks? Is that kind of where it's at? I, that's kind of where it's at, right? And then, you know, I mean, they do have a grod for an empower. They're 10 for 2. Um, I mean, that might be good enough right now, right? Because we have uh, notoriously, this is the time with low dial link. So, you know, right. it kills flashes, it kills dark. Phoenix, and, and he was playing. He was playing the emotional modifier too, right? So lower defense is down by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking with gladiator. Sure, I can't remove tokens, but if I get one confident, well, you only get one confidence token. 
-hmm. Like at that point, you're gonna need that empower. If I kill that empower, you're never gonna. But you may never, you may never be able to get away from zero point jokers either. It's like worse. It's like worse than a pog. Uh, okay because you yeah. don't ha- you don't have the battle fury nor the outwit on gladdy daddy and i'm not saying that this is auto beat your team alex just let's be clear no 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 i'm just i'm just I, saying, I'm just saying... From the standpoint of something that reduces penetrating right i'm just like, saying they don't, that, they don't like... have any one over two damage right that's right um uh faust might but um i don't know no, any... doesn't. yeah <laughs> so no they don't right but so if you get into hindering terrain and Grodd starts putting action tokens on you. If you get on elevated terrain, which the I know how the bat thinks is an elevated map, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Brainiac starts locking you down. Grodd starts locking you down uh, because they can put smoke under you with shade, right? So you get the double roll thing that Tyler likes from Grodd and Brainiac. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can, I can hear your boner from here. Um, and then you get locked down because it's harder to break away from plasticity now than it used to be, um, and hey. when yeah. let me ask you this: I don't remember the rules for it, but <laughs> if I get you to a stop click and then the stop click says "deal yourself one damage," is that still I'm KOing you, or is it your abilities KOing? No, like, so like that... so like in this case, right? The Joker stop click, like um, Sky Tyrant won't get tokens off of. Because the ability... Okay, that's, that's what I was curious The about. ability KO'd the Joker, not right. the character. So... It's definitely oh, it's interesting. Not running woman or whatever her name she's, is. Not, she's not in Justice League, I don't think. Yes, she is. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. That's fair. Because she gives tokens. That seems really good. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe that's a good tweak for the team. Cause I don't think yeah, it had. A, I don't think it had. Over yeah, it doesn't have. It didn't have another prime. So. <laughs> uh, maybe are you talking about prime? Yeah. Well, it might be because you're not really attacking. I don't know. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess I could see why, but I, I don't know. She's. I don't because know. She's really, really good. She's a really good figure. Yeah, sure. you know what? Maybe that's a maybe that's instead of and you know who knows? I think Randy's <coughs> planning on playing next week, so um, I don't know. Reach out That'd to Randy. Cool. That's that is a cool team. Yeah, I, that's one of my favorites, right? Because so otherwise, I've played against quite I played against quite a bit of the unthemed stuff, um, and then I've played against monsters and um, just some more of the regular stuff that we've talked about, right? I mean, just we've talked about it since May. That's so, a great way to mitigate uh, rolls on your team by just not having to hit your opponent. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's you know, maybe Prime Giganta would be really good on that team instead of another Shade. Seems like it would. Right. Maybe. No, oh, uh, the Shades also have the um, beginning of turn six roll. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's Yeah, that's what I was that's big. saying with the Injustice thing. That's what I meant. Oh, I thought you meant they also have the team ability. Sorry. No, uh, no, I was meaning that, that power. I, I guess. So let me ask you this, Dan. You've been playing online a bit. Yeah. How many, as people that might be thinking, okay, this online worlds, I want to hop in and play. 
you know, how many monster teams did you go? Like, how many Pat Frazier teams or something similar? Or the teams uh, we've been talking, how often have you been facing them? Uh, I mean, so round one I played, Eliza's last Friday. Round one I played against uh, an unthemed team uh, with uh, with Joe Gutierrez. And uh, Joe and I both made huge mistakes turn one. Um, and I was able to recover. But it was an unthemed Sky Tyrant team. Um did it have like barrier, or it expected to go second? I'm assuming. So yeah, it did. Something. It had it had three verse three ways to make barrier. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, so it had three ways to make barrier. Yeah, because um, that's something to say mention too is that people do have success building non theme teams. Right. They just have to build to go second. Yeah. Um. So. Then round two, I played against Paul Cote's Monsters, which wasn't like Pat's Monsters. It's similar but different. Um, oh, he's the guy that he runs Dark Beast, right? No, uh, he did a few weeks ago. Um, oh, okay. But this time, I mean, he had a uh, O Proteus and two Wendigos and a Storm. So he only had six squares of barrier that he could have made. And I had Doom 67, right? So I limited his actions. He was only able to power action barrier, then create two things of barrier. Uh, so I mind controlled his team, blah, 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 blah. Um, the mind control KO'd um, Storm. Um, but then my alpha with um, Tyrant KO'd two Wendigos and uh, two Moloids. And yeah. the mind control had KO'd uh, Storm from Mystics and I KO'd the Orange Proteus. So um, from there he had no map, no full map reach um, because he placed a little bit odd with um, his. Did you, say you you won map? I did. Well, that was one of the yeah. plus threes that I right. won against. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. That was huge, right? But so the, so in that case, right? Paul was just like I hadn't really planned on going second. Um, he yeah, did. I mean, it's. He did have a play that turn. Um, if he had, if he had placed his Sky Tyrant better, so it would have been turn his turn two, so two dot five. Um, he could have double TK'd with a Scarab and Venom Strange, but he had uh, misplaced his Tyrant in during setup. So he was like, "Well, good to learn that now instead of later." Um, but he would have been able to come over and Tyrant most of my team. You know, I mean, Doom would have still lived. Um, you know, the Flashes would have probably died, and Batman would have masterminded it and been fine. Um, so, but I still would have had my Tyrant, who just went the next turn um, and KO'd the rest of his team. So the the reason I ask is because, you know, people listening like i said might be preparing for worlds the, yeah. the online worlds whatever they're calling it um but that's what, yeah that's what we're talking about yeah well right but I, i'm thinking from the standpoint of okay it's online this time and so maybe in person i know the broadcast has been online as well but you don't have to have ownership or anything like that and that's probably one of the key things keeping people away from playing fraser's team is because you need all the windigos then you need the the secret six people like it and then the prime storm you know there's like a lot it's pretty pricey like it's a it's not an easy team to just whip out unless you're dan um and so it's one that i 
like when I think of teams in general, F- in funny, the meta, en- funny enough, Pat, um, I I lit Pat his four Wendigos. <laughs> so it it's one of those teams when I think of okay, a team win in the meta now. Which team has a high chance of winning if you take away the player by winning map? And I feel like Frazier's team is probably the top one, if not top two. Like I feel like his team on an open map and him going first makes his team almost unstoppable. Um, there's ways to mitigate it, sure, I get it. But I, I'm just saying in general, I feel like his team is probably the t- one of the top ones, obviously, because he won the, the classic. Or like, but I put his ahead because I faced him twice, and I know what the team is capable of, obviously. And when he won map, it was a much different game. Of course, he knew what I was coming at him with the second time around. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, you might see it more in Worlds because it's somewhere anybody could play it. It's not super easy to play, but it kind of also is super easy to play uh, because you just have so many freaking attacks um, if played right. So that's what I'm thinking about as a player is like, okay, how many how many people are going to come out of the woodwork and play that team? Because I do think it's one. Right. I, I think that I th- you'll see. I mean, I, but I think you know, I think the variety is still there in the meta, right? Because Fantastic Four is still good. You know, the the X Men swap out stuff is still good. Um, but I mean, in general, right? I think the dynamic that you're maybe looking for there, Alex is when you say it's relatively easy to play well what's relatively easy to play is load sky terran into a fucking nuclear rocket and shoot him across the map and see what happens which is what fraser's team is which is what which is what the monster to the paul cote's monster team was that's what joe g's unthemed team was that's what a lot of hosafa's unthemed team is that's what my theme team that's what my team is Right, there's just so many, and there's probably others. I'm not excluding you by not mentioning you. Um, it's just you just Do go, we? you just go, kakoosh, and then Sky like the uh, so the week before I played against the Bastion robots. Um, I think between the mind control and <laughs> I did on one map. Um, and I just realized, and then we didn't realize before when. <laughs> Aaron and I had played that Doom removes the robot keyword from uh, Robot Superman, so he doesn't actually get to attack me at all, even if he wins map. Did they ever decide that? Because wasn't there like a weird rule thing with that? Uh, that's kind of what everybody's been ruling it, what right or wrong. Okay. okay. So, um, anyways, yes, I did win map, and uh, I mind controlled his entire team to kind of just you know get up in there, and I think he had Mad Thinker and Bastion left. Yeah, that team does not... Uh, it, it definitely wants to go first. Right. So, and that that was just... Batman helped, of course, but um, I think I have almost the same results with uh, Giant Reach, Sky Tyrant going in there, Yeet source and things. Mm-hmm. It's bad, so, dude. I mean, it's it's so, wild. It's wild. So let, let, me, let me ask you this. This is kind of getting a little bit off of the world so we could keep it, keep it tight. Is Sky Tyrant reaching the point of being too much for the meta? Not too much as in like, oh, no one could beat it, but too much to where it's almost vulture levels of this is making the game not as fun that I have to worry about this almost on every single team. Yeah, so I do. 
and I will um, vehemently oppose the term vulture levels, but um, <laughs> he's, I, I think he's probably the closest thing right now there is for sure. But I'm, I, I, he's right on the line probably for me. I, it's probably still too early, but I can see the complaint for sure. I mean, like, to be fair, like, so I don't know how many times you've lost you with animals, mm -hmm. but I know four times you have lost with animals, and is, yeah. and they have all included Sky Tyrant. That is true. Lost to Josafa, who was playing Sky Tyrant a lot. Well, you, lo you lost to Josafa. Well, that's five then, because you lost to Pat twice, you've lost to me twice, mm -hmm. and you've lost to Josafa with Sky Tyrant. At least twice. Like, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, a figure shouldn't be that oppressive. Well, and, 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 I, and, and I would and say, I say too, Vulture, I, I say Vulture before, because Vulture had the, the thing where, okay, he's very hard to build around. Like, you just pump him up and he's a one-shot, unless you build how Frazier did. But he, he didn't have the theme. He didn't have everything else that just makes him so much better. Like, Dan's team is thematic. Could you imagine if that was... Vulture <laughs> instead of Sky Tyrant, just fitting on a team thematically and be like, "Yep, there we go. He fits, and I still got theme, and I get plus three, and you know, that's why I put him at Vulture level because to, to be fair, sure, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the the nonstop hitting, but he has the oh, I go on every team for fifty points. To, like to to be fair, Vulture did have his chance to do that for one event, but nobody played. Okay, him. well, yeah, no one cares about that that build. <laughs> So it, that's that's I just wanted to talk for a second about it because I feel like it we're getting to the point where it's like okay either you're playing Sky Tyrant or you're wrong. <laughs> like, no, I feel no. Like so we're almost either, getting to that point. You're either playing Sky Tyrant or you're playing pieces that will go against that'll beat him. But and, and there's not that though. The Joker's. Like, hey, I tell you what. You want to hear it? You want to <laughs> you want to hear the hot breaking news? The Joker. Okay. The, the Joker's did a pretty good freaking job holding him at bay. I, and I'm well, not good. Good uh, thing. Good thing we got a couple of years of those Joker. Oh right. No, we they're should probably gonna rotate. Not next year because they'll probably keep DC in like they did this past year. I don't think so. But we don't need to get into rotation talk. That's for that's for January. <laughs> that's for later. Yeah. So. Um, but I'm just thinking, like nowadays. I mean, if normal year, this is when WizKids is starting to look at a potential watch list, isn't it? Isn't it the end so, of the year? Yeah, I just i I agree that it's a conversation that can be had right now because he is that good. I am personally of the opinion that he hasn't quite reached it, but I don't think it's unreasonable to say he has. I right. Think, I think both. I think he's well, right there. I mean, I think here's the thing, right? <laughs> if you lose map. Does your piece die to four penetrating damage? Um, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that yet. I mean, I I keep winning, killing, KOing pieces that die to four penetrating damage. Sure, but your team has pieces that die to four penetrating damage, right? That doesn't mean it's a bad team. It doesn't mean that those are bad figures. In yeah. under under vulture that did mean those were bad figures right that's true that is accurate yeah yeah i guess i guess yeah. i'll agree with you there yeah, hey, i would say still a good figure even though he dies to sky tyrant right actually i would say 100 percent at this point sky tyrant is way better than vulture ever was um 
He has the evasion. I hit, he immediately runs away. Like, you can't catch up to him. Um, if he misses, like, as long as he kills one thing, sure. But he, he can theme team prob himself, which Vulture rarely had. He had to bring someone along to hope maybe they could prob. But he could prob himself generally out of a crit miss. He's got flurry, so he's got two hits, which Vulture had. But if he hits one or KOs one person, then he's got a, re a reincarnation token. He's incredibly hard to kill. Mm -hmm. Um like, I think all of those combined, sure, he doesn't have the non-stop like Vulture did, but I think he's way more impressive than Vulture is because you, if he kills one thing... See, this is where I... I don't know if I agree. I think it's close, but I think you can argue that Sky Tyrant is better than Vulture was, right? He's, he's played more than Vulture has, was played, even when Vulture was super good. I don't think that means he's as broken as vulture was i think that's a difference because because if if sky tower kills one piece on his alpha you know he does get the resurrection token he doesn't get to move away it's still good but but it's not a snowball that kills your whole team it's just it's a different i so sky tower definitely has seen more play and will see more play over his career than vulture did but i don't think that means he's more broken than vulture was I, vulture had a problem where he just won the game. Sky Tower is really good, but he doesn't just win the game in one turn. It's 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 different. All right. Well, if, so if uh, so, here's the difference, right? Um, Vulture went ahead and uh, you know, you know, cut your heart out, cut cut your team's heart out, and laid you down and put you in your grave. Mm -hmm. uh, Vulture just like cuts all cuts all your Tim your team's limbs off. And uh, just says, flop there for a turn. I'll be back later. It's, it's I, I, I don't like the metaphor, but I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just something that I think is... I think it's, it's a problem. It's something to think about, but, because yeah. I, w I will say that... I would, I would even bet that Sky Tyrant has a higher win rate than Vulture. Like, oh, a million cool. times higher. A million times higher. Just because he was played more. No, and, percentage, one percentage. Yeah, I still think so. More chances to win and the, yeah. and still do well. There's more chances to lose. The because amount Vul shouldn't affect the percentage. No, it does because Vulture was also kind of a one-shot. Like, you ran out there, and if you botched it, good players can recover, but sometimes if you botch it, then the game was kind of over because Vulture's dead. You don't really have a ton to back up Vulture on a yeah, lot of teams. Yeah, but he also just got to win some games, so that should. True, but Sky Tyrant... Sky Tyrant, though, I think has way more. Oh, Sky Tyrant's dead. Well, that's the least of your problems. Yeah, because now he actually I have Batman. is only sixty point of your team. Vulture yeah, was your whole team. Sky Tyrant is literally sixty points of your team. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't mean to get us off on the tangent. We were just talking about Sky Tyrant and what to expect for Worlds, and for yeah. me, it's like, okay, well, the first thing I'm building for Worlds is how do I handle Sky Tyrant? <laughs> like, no matter thematic or not, I'm not planning for if I win map because that's not going to matter. Because there's there's Sky Tyrant teams with a great map bonus, monster, and then there's Sky Tyrant with no theme. So map's not going to be the counter, because you'd have to get a ridiculously high right. theme. So I think I think the issue becomes like if you, I don't know, like it just it it is. It's just you've got to have your team that you have has to be able to stand lose going stand going second, and have full map reach. Because if you go first, you have to be able to hit first through barrier. See, I, just, I don't think that's true. 
<laughs> I think there's another route, which is just full alpha, which is um, uh, Frazier's team. And well, no. I think that's fine. Right. Well, Frazier had barrier. He, right. he could generate four squares of barrier a turn, and that's it. And he had a team of colossals. He is getting hit. Did he not have? Hard the, did he not hit? Second. Did he not have the zero ring? No. Uh, no. No. He he could the team could generate four squares of barrier with that many colossals. He's not winning going second. Oh well, then he gets yeedosaurused. Yeah, but by he's by, got a by what? By what? By anything that goes second or first. Yes. Right. Like what? Like what? Well, Dan's team just crushes it because he got so many Windigos to and Mystics on his team, right? I mean, but you can just body block for some of that too. No, though. you I mean, can't. You can body block against. You can't. You, control. you can't body blocks against Batman. No, not with I mean, Colossals. No Colossals. I think. Yeah, no, that's what. I, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. You can, you can put it to where Dan's only hitting like two Windigos or three Windigos. So and then the rest of his. No, no. Dan wipes that team if he goes first. I I I wouldn't say that I wipe the team. You're not winning if you go first against that team. It's not happening. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm not, I don't wipe it between Sky Tyrant and Batman. Um, but uh, uh, for sure, oh no, I won't say for sure. The most likely scenario is all four Windigos are dead. Um, and Storm's, dead. Storm's KO'd. Did he have a Colossal? Proteus is KO'd. I, I, I ignore Proteus. I don't really care. Um, uh, Proteus is maybe dead. Um, Sky Tyrant's dead. Uh, well, I, I... No, no, no. No, no. That's a misnomer. I don't have to KO Sky Tyrant. I have to KO the TK. Oh, well, if you just want to do that, then yeah. Yeah, so he can, he can body block Sky Tyrant, which is fine. But I have to KO the TK. So either Scarab or Mole Man has to go. Sure, I mean that's that's fine. So if you even let him equip. No, no, I would let him equip because I need my equips in that matchup. Okay, there you go. But uh, yeah, so Mole Man, uh, Mole Man does not okay. die to that, but yeah, uh, but so I'm yeah, okay, so I agree that we agree, but can, right. are you saying that Fraser's team is is not playable even though he. he he, he's gonna lose if he goes second. He does not have mitigation for going second. So he just. He, but I, that's the problem, though. But it's, he has it, a plus eleven. It's a statistic. It's statistics. I'm going back to your luck. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm saying that instead. Of, so there are two theories, right? Dan's theory, which is to build towards the times you lose map, and not towards the time you win map as much. And then there's like my team and like Fraser's team, where it's. We're not really building towards when we lose map. We're building with a high team and trying to maximize the winning map. So we're just adding to the strength instead of trying to fortify the weakness of the team. Right. So and I think that's a fine way to build. I. Yeah, I I think I agree with you, Tyler. I'm still trying to figure out how you're killing all four Windigos. Even if he doesn't kill Windigos, they're Windigos. They're not hitting Dan in his starting area. No, so, I'm saying so, if you buy if you body block and only mind control Windigos, and because then, he has the movement, and then you Sky Tyrant. Right. So yeah, the, if I'm, I get the mind control two Windigos, that they just, steal energy off of their hits, don't they? they yeah, they do. I, I don't. So like, they'll heal. I quake. It doesn't matter. I flurry. Doesn't matter. No, no, no. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. Do you Sky Tyrant first or do you mind control? Mind control. Mind control. Right. First to get them all in the 
bunch. You have to bit them all nice and cozy together. <laughs> I've seen it too many times. Yeah. Okay. Mind control the okay, Wendigo. So, so the Wendigo KOs the other Wendigo and then moves. And then the Wendigo KOs the other Wendigo and moves. Um, and then... You're hitting a bunch of other stuff. It's... Okay. You're going to Glen Grove. I, I don't even know. You're, he's hitting like eight figures with mind control. Yeah, he I has mean, not if he body blocks once again. Let's keep it clear. You're only well, hitting the no. Wendigos. So wait a minute. So at a minimum, maybe that, three that, Wendigos. That team is a t plus twelve. So I am I am hitting at least half the team. Three Wendigos at most, because he could once again block everybody but Proteus with the Wendigos. By standing in front of them. So, am I wrong? Like, he, can he not put everyone in the corner? So you're saying I get two windows in so front of him, and I you get the mind control two, maybe three. What about the other rest of the figures? You got to remember they that move. You got to remember they're that they're behind Wendigo. Yeah, they they are all standing behind. So three Wendigos could possibly block the other Wendigo storm. Or Proteus, you could probably move Proteus up because you get all those free moves with Mass the 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 mole guy, mole man. You get all those free moves. Then that's so you could probably. Then that's fine. There, there's going to be a left or right hole, left for not Batman. Right, and it, and it's green Proteus. Right? Sorry, it's sorry. Like, so there, there's there's th there's going to be a hole left on the left or right side for Tyrant. Right. No, uh, but. The way you were sounding, it was like, oh yeah, everything's immediately dead. And, I, and I'm saying, no, no I think he could position... No, it's not. He's going to at least still have two uh, Wendigos that could probably kill your Sky Tyrant or come close to it. I don't really uh, care. From 12 it, squares away. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying maybe. No, cause... so if I get to mind control three Wendigos, that means Wendigos KO um, the Storm, then move. Okay. They KO. I don't really care that they heal. I mean, I, it, it matters for a Sky Tyrant. I have Flurry. I have Flurry. <laughs> I, I understand that. Twice. No, and, I understand and that. It, it doesn't even matter, right? Because you remember, they all, their stop click only matters if you have wounded tokens. If they only have wounded tokens. So okay. I KO Storm, wounded token comes on, goes away. No stop click. They move over whatever way, right? I don't know in this imaginary situation. Right, they they open up a hole, and then the other one KOs. I don't know the commission. So, so guys, this is, this was a brief insight to how our team building and team scenarios yeah. go, to where we make so many freaking assumptions when we're talking no. about that. That's no. all I'm making a point at. No. Yes, the, no. Listen, listen. The probability of Dan winning that yes is very high. Absolutely, I, absolutely. I'm agreeing with you, but the problem is, is just saying. Oh yeah, I just I, I I kill everything, is not true. I mean, it's <laughs> the probability of that is probably higher. Yes, probably oh 70, 80 percent. Alex, you're killing me. But it's not ninety to one hundred percent like yes, you're making it sound. It, it is, is yes, not. It is one hundred percent. It is not. It is ninety percent that the only things left on that team when I'm done is Sky Tyrant, Green Proteus, and um, it's Scarab. It's. Sky Tyrant with Giant Region of 14 attack against 11 figures that die in 4 damage that have bunched into a corner. So so I've also proven once again that, that Sky Tyrant is too strong. 
I agree. Would <laughs> like we said that already. Why? Uh, yeah. That. Why? The proof of that. Why are you proving it? We already agree with you. No, I'm just saying we have a habit of overestimating our odds, and then somehow when we try to prove those odds in an actual ne tournament, something goes awry. Never tell me like, the that's odds. That's all I'm saying. Never tell me well, the well, odds. Well, that's that, that's Tyler and I's game, so that's why we're here. I feel like is never to tell you the odds. Never tell me the odds. Anyway, we need to wrap up, I guess, Worlds, right? So is there anything else we want to talk about with oh this upcoming gosh. online Worlds? <laughs> yes, Alex is Alex being annoying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to... I, we got so many cool uh, previews to talk about, so... That is true. Yeah, I, I would wrap it up with just saying, just play what you want, max out your team. Remember, ownership isn't required, so include every... And prepare for Sky Tyrant. Do you guys think that more dooms will be there? Because you know, because I was your theory, Dan, right? People uh, will play Doom more because it's an online tournament. Nah, I think you could see it. I mean, I don't think it'll be as prevalent as it has been in the past, but I think you see more than a in-person mm, event. It's hard. Things have gone down. Well, that, so the only thing, Tyler, is so. The thing is, and I will talk about this as a great segue for the previews, is uh -huh. that nothing in the previews negates anything that's already been out. Um, and there's so much variety that people don't have to play Dooms. Although I think that they should play Dooms. Well, that's fair. Is that, and, and so like one of my theories is that they don't play Dooms at IRL tournaments because they don't have access to them. Which I've right. heard that on multiple occasions, um, but you know the other the other side of that is is they they may not have to right. The only issue is is that if your if your team if your team doesn't function on three actions, or if your team doesn't function without pogs, then you might have a bad time. That is true. There's, <laughs> yep, that's true. So, they are one, a couple of the more hard countery things, especially like Lord Doom. It just is, right? right. <laughs> the high, the like the biggest, like tech piece right now. Right. I also think I also think it's some, also on the lines of it's not something to easily pick up. Like Dooms have gone down in price. Like they weren't nearly as high as they were before. But at the same time, some people build their teams late. And so they have to weigh, okay, what is not just the cost, right. but the time for me to get all of these dooms. And it's not super easy to get every single doom that you need. Right. And that just might be a time thing, not necessarily, oh, I don't have enough money for oh, it. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's true. It's like, oh, I got to get everybody by two weeks? That might be too hard to do in time. Right. Yeah, so I'm just going to play something else. So. And and I would say the other reason, I the other vote that I was thinking that you'd have for playing Doom is Doom 67 does have Battle Fury. Any counters Jokers? Is that what we're saying? Um, the, yeah, I, w I would say that in this instance, but um, bat I mean, Shape Change is a big deal if, if you face a team that has it. Yeah. So... That's true. Uh, uh, yeah, something like a, whatever that guy's name is, Null. Yeah, Null. Like yeah, Null, the... Um, Onslaught, Absolute Carnage, um, but that's probably it. But uh, uh, PS, yeah, PS4 Spider Man, um, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, and he has th he and he has the triple attacks with an eight square TK. So 
Yeah, he's he's a very good figure. Yeah, so he's just a very good offensive figure, and he lowers the defense value. So I think Doom sixty seven is it would be great and a great include on a robot or ruler team. You don't even have to play Annihilating Conqueror. So yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. So um, or another type of team where like you bring in Doom sixty seven, like a mystical, um, maybe even Spider Family celebrity with Lord Doom. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in 67. Yeah. Um, I think there's other options if you think outside of the Doom, the Annihilating Conqueror box. Um, but, Eternals. Um, so, oh, boy. Um, I, just, I just soliloquied on Doom. Um, I, do ha- I do have a soliloquy about the Eternal set. Um, All right, how it, about it? I'm ready. Okay, go for it. Okay, so, um, as many of our listeners know... Um, I won the 2017 Rock World Championship with Unimind, who is an Eternal. We are also past two weeks on the Eternals movie. Yep. So, warning, spoilers ahead, uh, potentially. Um, so, I love the Eternals, right? I read comics based on what I play in Hero Clicks. Um, so, I think I own all of the Eternals comics, uh, all of their collected editions now. I have read most of their comics. Um, I love the movie. Um, I am a fan of their mythos now. Um, additionally, Thanos is an Eternal. He's a Titan Eternal. Um, and Titan Eternals are a thing, as we saw in the movie. Um, I don't know how we're going to make that work. It's so confusing. Right. So, um, I've loved Thanos for a long time, even before I knew he was an Eternal. Um, so, (laughs) I, I love the Eternals. And as um, any time I would like to play the Eternals, uh, I'm very glad to have them in sculpt form. Um, I'm very happy that they have made them. However, from a competitive perspective, I expected nothing from this set, and I have received nothing competitive from this set. I, my opinion is just like all of the powers are cool they do interesting things um kind of like with the black widow set um i think that it's just like to to me it just seems like this would have been a really good set that was supposed to release two years ago and that's what it is because it's really interesting ideas on dials that are just over costed right now so that's what it seems like to me there's a lot of interesting really cool powers that are unique and do like one of them um your whole team gets an uncopyable team ability so yeah. that, like, that's really cool and interesting but he's no, just they get, they get points on the dial yeah. is too much are you, are you talking no um, they get they get a, it's a copyable one it has to be a copyable one wasn't it i think it was uncopyable yeah there was one that said uncopyable oh maybe but like so the they took they <sighs> yeah they gutted my boy no wait maybe i'm wrong that no, isn't I, uncopyable. That isn't, it's a double yeah. negative. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, it's still kind of cool. Giving your whole team a team ability is good. Yeah, the, the, the Chase Unimind. You know what? I'm going to back it up here. I'm not going to say the word Sky Tyrant. 150-point Unimind dies from Gladiator, Emperor Gladi Daddy with a power gem. That is, that is true. Uh... <laughs> <coughs> I still think it's just like 
it's an interesting dial. It's just kind of overcosted again. Um, that a plus again? one trait. Yeah, I'm with all of this other, like, yeah. including the other set. This right, set, I'm not, with you. I was like, not, not, not the fact that the uni mind was overcosted again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the first one was overcosted. Uh, yeah, you're right, Tyler. I could have used about a twenty point deduction sometimes. <laughs> I I like the homage to the previous uni with the ten range two targets improve hindering thing. Like that just screams uni mind. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, impervious was a better power in the past it still wasn't invincible but but being able to phase for free is cool right choosing close combat rate like it does a lot of cool stuff it's just over costed yeah this dial is a 175 75 dial right now wow i can't believe that no i don't know if i agree the 75 i think 100 maybe yeah i i it would be really good. I think a 100-200. No. Yeah, 100. Yeah, 100-200, I would agree. Low. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's good. I think 75 would mean it's way too good. Like, I strong. think it's good at 100-200. <laughs> no. I think it's a shame that they don't, that it doesn't have Shape Changer Super Sense traded. I think that's the biggest yeah, but for it. That's, and that's why you have to equip it with Shape Change, so it sucks that it's 300 points. Right. Because there's no, you can't equip it with Shape Change. But if you get an unoutwittable shape change, it's whole dial on a four through six, while also having super senses sometimes, while having imperv sometimes, while having blades sometimes, where you get the plus ones from it. Um, yeah, I think you know it's protected opposing prob. That's really cool. It picks one of those powers. Uh, one of those powers when it attacks. I think there's a lot of cool stuff, but it's overcosted. Yeah. So that's the whole set, basically. <laughs> really cool ideas. Um, they're just overcosted because it seems like they were should have been released two years ago because the movie got delayed. I think originally it was supposed to come out before Black Widow, which also got delayed. So I think that's what it suffers from. Most. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I think it. I, I piggyback off of what Tyler said. I think it wouldn't surprise me though. Kind of like if a, a a Nate White type person found one of these figures and was mm -hmm. able to do something weird like he did with Grandmaster. Remember Grandmaster? He was playing that one that was. And he did some interesting things with. I think someone could maybe find one of the Eternals and be like, "Oh, I could do this," and it'd be interesting. Doesn't mean it's like meta crazy, but you know, they do, like you said, interesting enough things that someone maybe could find something interesting to do. Right. Uh, like um, Cersei, the the common Cersei with the immobile and the Earthbound neutralized. You know, that could be interesting. Yeah. For fifty points, so. Um, there are three figures I'd like to talk about for Silver Age, Bronze Age, um, Uni, uh, uh, OG Uni Sideline. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, unless y'all have anything else to talk about on the Eternal set. Uh, no, I stand by what I said. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the first one is the Rare Cersei. Um, that's the O12. That gives you Sidestep, um... Uh, the useful powers I should say uh, sidestep um, and outwit uh, which is huge that is new by the way we did not get any new way any way to give you any mastermind um, the Ajax almost had it um, and it is not it is it is not acceptable that you can mastermind to Ajax it's it's not it's not uh, no. it's not acceptable 
Right. The only close. the only acceptable way that mastermind is good on uni is if I can mastermind a lockjaw. Mm-hmm. So that that's my personal parameter around the situation. So. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, Cersei gives you sidestep and outwit. Uh, sidestep was huge. There's only a few ways to get that in Bronze Age. It's the Star Fox from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, who's not that great otherwise. Otherwise, in silver, it's the 325-point Thanos, which puts you dangerously close to getting popped. Um, or, um, what is it, Mercy Ruled? Um, right, as soon as and, and then whenever she um, gets, whenever Uni gets popped, uh, she can't be targeted by non-adjacent posing characters. So that's oh. that's really huge when she gets popped. Um, is uh, I mean she has to be punched or pulse waved or shredded or um, mm-hmm. you know something like that, right? There are ways around it, um, but it does prevent from a lot of teams. And then you know that when that comes out, her uh, choose a Stanley character, choose a standard friendly character within range and line of fire, and then choose giant tiny or flight or copyable team ability a character on the map can use that's opposing or friendly uh that becomes relevant um because then See, you that's... can yeah go ahead. because then you can give a character flight that doesn't have flight to get out of town you know a giant uh maybe for punching um or like a copyable team ability so like scrolls or something like that or batman or something like that that's one of those powers where like if that was on like a 30 point figure that would change the meta but since it's on a 100 point awful dial i don't care about it right you're correct um i'm gonna pull up the other one here sorry it's in this 70 character uh 70 photo thing uh so you have to give me just another second scrolling through yeah this one icarus um it is the rare icarus Mm-hmm. If we get that there, was what I was at. yeah, I'm almost there. Um, I'm clicking quick. Uh, no, no, actually, up. Uh, yeah, I know. I, is it all in realms already? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, um, it's on the thread, not the. Gotcha. So, um, the well, up next in the th- in the pictures is rare sprite, and then I'll switch over to realms. Um, the rare sprite gets you charge. Which is not for naught, because Uni does have close combat expert on his top dial. Uh, blades, eh. But more importantly, shape change, super senses, probability control at only 75 points whenever he's popped. Now, what is cool in silver or bronze, well, I guess that's where we would be, is that Sprite has the legend of the past, which is the, the hyper time trait. So that would keep you, if you roll the five or six and somebody's going to come charge you, right, and you position on your pop correctly, that can prevent the, that can make sure that the non-adjacent thing is um, relevant relevant for um, Cersei and um, Icarus. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. So it's it's a good com- it's a good combo of the two traits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then but whenever Sprite pops out, it's a sidestep in cat or sidestep precision strike um, 
perplex with but i guess it does also have traded shape change so yep um, yeah not bad um and then the other i guess that is a common sprite not a rare sprite uh, anyways yeah it's zero ten um and then the other one um was do 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 um, you know what? I guess I missed the O twenty one sprite. I'm scrolling. But the O twenty one sprite puts you dangerously close on the points. Super yeah, well it sidesteps super senses, but then the special damage power has outwit prob shape change. Oh, that's really good then, yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? That's that's even better. I gotta yeah. talk. Okay, uh, Pat's gonna play Uni. I think it's anybody uh, watches Pat's superhero showdowns. I forgot the rare sprite. I didn't see it. I haven't seen the rare sprite before. Yeah, that seems really good for Uni. Um, because that gets you the sidestep from Cersei and the outwit from Cersei. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and that gives and you the, the pop out is pulse wave prob shape change outwit like the pop out the last click is really good oh shit son I didn't even see this one Friday I didn't know it existed <laughs> it definitely looks like the best one. Oh my gosh <laughs> and you and for not you do get TK uh the a 10 square TK with uh, yeah, on you not... is it I have used okay. it more than once um mm -hmm. And actually, it won me my world championship, but, I mean, that's another discussion. Because um, it doesn't work anymore. Um, huh. You know what? Because it's not... Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. Um, so, We're talking Silver Age here. <laughs> we are talking Silver Age, but... Here's what I want to talk about. Hey, I got excited when I saw that name more, so... Yeah, I you did. <laughs> yeah. So, when they pop out, it says that those characters can't be healed. Mm -hmm. Okay? But Sprite says you give her a power, give her a youth token, then turn her to click X... Where X is the number of her youth tokens. Yeah, so you yeah you keep healing and then eventually no, 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 it no. just keeps getting worse or worse. I don't know if it would work because I think there's something in the rules that says when you turn the dial left, it's considered healing. I think. Um, if that's not there because you just turn her to click number one, you right, give you, you give her a youth actually. you give her a youth token, then you just turn her to click number one. And then you've got a whole nother dial to have to go through. I assume that that doesn't work on her. You can't pay 35 points and just give her a power action. To go no, 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 no. Um, that that 11 forever is only at 100 points. Yeah. Oh, at, I didn't see and that. Uni states that you have to play them at full points. Right, yeah, I know that Uni does. It doesn't matter for Uni, but I just thought in general. I, and plus, if that she had that power at 35... Um, it was, She's actually not bad. 
even in modern at 35. That's not a bad dial at all. You know what? Yeah, that's that may change our whole outwit prob, shape change, eight range. Unless she had leadership, could you imagine? Yeah, if she had leadership, it would be. The leadership, we'd be like, oh, finally, cosmic leadership for 35. Oh. Yeah. That'd be pretty. That'd well, be that's pretty but no. What? No. So we just we just got we just made cosmic into Latveria. Oh, you traveled to space. You must be from Latveria. Yep. Yeah, basically. Um, but that gives a really good option for outwit prob and shape change on celebrity, aka Spider-Man family. True. Man, I can't wait to do the tier ranking for this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. I just saw it. I just saw it. Just this episode. This is a raw reaction to this. Um, so that's uh, if only it was a YouTube video. Yeah, you can see my face. You, I mean, <laughs> you just have to imagine, like, um, so. But that's even better because the other dial is um, uh, the hypersonic one. Um, it's hypersonic invincible too. What's the what's that character's name? Icarus. Icarus. I, guys, I'm so excited. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, so that's 125 points. That only puts you at 225 on uni. So that's totally recoverable with the rest of the team being lockjaw. Man, yeah, and Icarus is um, last click. It's a it's 11 for four. Pulse wave. Rob. Oh my involved, Sidestep. <laughs> you're so excited no because I it, we were going to talk about an empire at some point but. because it say it saves five points on the build which means that flora can go to a brain a, a skyscraper wonder woman which is even better which is even better in the new rules mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because plasticity is better i agree with all of this oh my gosh <laughs> I'm having... I can't wait to I can't wait to see it at our next Silver Age tournament. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or bronze. Okay. I mean there's bronze age. Or bronze, yeah, our next bronze age where uni hey. isn't banned or something. No, I mean well so it could be um could be in Porter's event. No, Uni was banned though, right? No no so um you guys don't forget that the Pat does run in person bronze age events. That is true. And, and there was one this past weekend where the airstrike team won and you know, that's the kind of stuff you should probably be excited about. Uh, it's just a wild west out there. I can't, yeah. I couldn't imagine. Three, yep. three penetrating damage to your six penetrating. Sorry, it was six. Six penetrating damage to your starting area. Turn two, nothing you can do about it. Doesn't target. You can't roll shape change. Um. Anyways, if you want to know how that works, message Pat or myself. I guess whatever. Um. But yeah, Icarus gives you the hypersonic, which works with the psi blast. And it works with um, the close combat expert and uni oh. and uni's dual targets now. Um, well, du- dual target close right um, is big um, with close combat expert. Right, so it's a five. Man, uni got so much better. Right, I knew that since the beginning of the rules, but now these two eternals. Right. Oh my gosh. I can, guys. I, I we've got to move on to empire, or I'm going to talk Please. about. Please. He's gonna and uh, the and senses and oh and senses on Sprite. I swear we're gonna be all in the old folks' home. Thirty <laughs> years from now, new Hero Click set came out, and Dan's gonna be like, "Man, you remember in 2017 or whatever year? 
you know, no, like gonna be looking at the new set for Eternal Keep. No, that's what I mean. He's like, ah, oh, this would be great with my 2017 <laughs> Unimind. Oh yeah, Alex, Grandpa, stop talking about Unimind. Alex, Alex, I will say this. I hope in 30 years I am not in the old folks' home. <laughs> that's true. We'd be in our 60s. Yeah, give me, uh, give me at least until I'm in my mid 80s. Well, we might be retired at that point, so maybe it's more of like a, a well, Dan's definitely fun. retired off of all of his whatever crypto. coin he has. Yeah, crypto. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got Alex in on that, so he's going to be retired too. Yeah, so. thanks a lot. <laughs> I, it, it has gone down seventy five percent since you bought it, but that's yeah. yeah. Well, you know what that means? It means buy more. You buy the dip. That's yeah, right. No, that's all right. Um, <laughs> buy the dip with your sprites. Um. Anyway, oh, I just uh, you know I just noticed the people who are the original author of that coin is also my uh, League of Legends name. Really weird. Ryoshi or whatever. Yeah. How about that's that? Weird. That is, that is weird. weird. I just looked up the coin. I'm like, no way. That sounds like a that sounds like a reason to buy another a couple, fate. That sounds like a, another fate. reason to buy a couple hundred thousand more coins. There you go. Yep. Empire. Um. So, anyways, okay. I apologize for the length of the Eternals there, but. Uh, there are I, like three people that are gonna love that section. I can name them. I'm pretty sure. You should have. What you guys should have heard the pre-show when we were talking about how we weren't gonna talk about Eternals ever. <laughs> right. I wasn't gonna talk Alex, about. Alex, don't go. Alex, don't start talking about Eternals. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> we did. I'm sorry, Alex. I did give you a lot of. Uh, I did give you a lot of shit for not talking about for not talking about Eternals. Um, all right. So in that case, right, the Empire full set review. It's actually so, so funny. For for the rest of the year, we still have to do the um, full Empire set review and Tier Maker, and we are going to do our end of year awards. Mm -hmm. um, so, for the Empire segment, you get. We to should also uh, before we get to Empire, real quick. I've, we also at some point need to do like a year look back retrospective of our past tier makers. That's true. We do that, that every so often. More of a January thing than an end of year thing. Okay, so January, right? We'll be getting into that as well. Which I'm excited. Yeah. Which I'm excited at this point, right? Because I do want to do a full Empire set review because I have not been paying attention to it very much because it's not legal for next weekend. Yeah. Um, I am excited for that. Two, I do love to do our year end review, year end stuff. And I do like the idea of doing a retrospective on the previous year's tier makers in January. So, um, thank you for that, Alex, because I'm very excited to create more content again after taking about a month off here. So, for Empire, so we're not doing a full set review. Um, you each get to pick two that you're excited about, meta or not meta, and we'll talk about those a little bit, and then we'll move on for the day. Two. Okay, I already talked about Beast, so that doesn't count. That counts. No. No, you um, talked about Beast the other day. Pick out another one. Uh, so right before the show, okay, we... I'm gonna I'm gonna dibs real quick. I'm going to dibs the super rare prime um, Captain Marvel. Dibs. Okay, so if you said Ultron, I would have just. You can do it. Whatever you can have. You the better Ultron. not freaking say Ultron pin because <laughs> okay, you know that's um, my wheelhouse. Okay, uh, uh, Tyler. Prime Captain Marvel uh, guy, fella. <laughs> Tell us about Prime Captain Marvel. Oh, I don't even know if I want to go first with this one, because this is the best one. This is the best figure in the set. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. Uh, we can, we can, right. we can, that's for the tier maker. That's not for <laughs> this particular segment, so. 
Alright, well then, I'll do my first one first, which is gonna be the, uh, um, title character. Sweet! So, Alright, I got my second then. Alright. <laughs> Alright, Infamous Iron Man is really cool. He's the title character. Um, he's a hunter points. He's seven clicks long. He only has a pervious, so that is a problem because he can just die. So I don't know how meta he is, but he's super fun. Um, starts with one title point. Um, plus one is free outwit until your next turn. When he uses it, he may instead target any number of characters he has hit this turn and may choose different powers for each. That's really good because he has a running shot with eight range, two targets, and energy explosion. So it does work with energy explosion. He can outwit everyone he hits with energy explosion, and he ignores characters and hindering for targeting. So he's outwitting everybody he hit with energy explosion. That's super <laughs> cool. That's like Seems a possible good. 18 outwits. In, um, and that's his plus one. His minus one is free. Make an attack with four targets. Hit characters are dealt a maximum of one damage. But that four targets, he can use energy explosion with that. So that's quintuple energy explosion. You give this guy the lightning ring, they're all taking two damage instead. That's amazing. Uh, minus two. Free half speed phasing teleport as free after resolutions. He can use regen. That's amazing. You can use it offensively um, to free phase and then running shot. You can free phase and then running shot back, or running shot and free phase back. You can free phase through a wall and regen for free. He's got a problem. That's amazing. Uh, his minus five is really cool. It's uh, free turn him to click one, so fully heal him. This game, he can use cosmic energy, so he's unwinnable. Um, he can't be healed, which does affect his free regen. You can't do that anymore. But it says he can also activate all of his title abilities once a turn. They give him plus zero. Um, but whenever you he dies, you lose the game, which is awesome. It's just such a cool effect. Using all four or all three of these powers a turn is crazy because he can make a free attack <laughs> with four targets and then outwit all of those, and then he can, you know, shoot normally, and then he can phase away <laughs> like it's it's crazy how much you can do a turn um so wait a minute uh, was... tyler the 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 minus one you can't do more than one damage with yeah i know okay you were talking about equipping oh, with the with the with lightning the doesn't work with that yeah oh because it increases damage dealt but it's maximum dealt yeah it? okay that makes yeah. sense right okay but you can give him psychic blast is that a thing he has psychic blast on dial only on the second click. Second, second, really? fourth, and sixth. But like, maybe. Oh no! You equip this guy 100% with uh, fire, because they can turn yourself penetrating if you want, and then it has all of those other effects with quadruple target energy explosion. That seems nuts. And it's a free attack, so he can be carried and then make an attack, targeting like their backline with four energy explosions, ignoring targeting and stuff for characters. Like, I he's very easy to kill. It's a very exciting figure. That's all I'm gonna say, I guess. Yeah, somebody, somebody will probably end up trying it. You can outwit your whole team. Like that's crazy. Uh, well, I mean, he does, probably doesn't want to do that because the Prime Gamora says. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. That's you like could lose that's, the game one turn. That's four prop points or something. <laughs> all right, mine. Before yep. we get to the primes, I don't know how you didn't pick Venom Rogue. How did you not pick Venom Rogue as your? One, we can talk like, about it. can we talk? Can we talk about how Venom Rogue is probably the most likely to just somehow get nerfed or something at some point? Because 
Go ahead. Like it, it, so Venom Rogue, if you haven't seen her, one, thank goodness we finally got a rogue that's good, right? I've <laughs> said this true. for years, years. That's we had true. one rogue that was serviceable, but this is finally a rogue that's like, yeah, yeah, she's amazing. And now everyone's trying to break her, and that makes me sad because she's cool. Like, So she's Venom, so she's got the Plasticity Super Senses. If she's within four squares in line of fire of opposing character, she can't be targeted by range. That's the whole symbiote thing. Um, which is kind of a cool change. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. Um, but the thing everyone's raving about is the other trade. When Venom Rogue hits, give a hit character an absorption token. <laughs> Free, choose a displayed power that an adjacent character or a character with an absorption token can use. Venom Rogue can use that power until you choose again. So it says displayed power, not displayed standard power. So technically she can use... Any special any power. special power that someone has displayed on their dial, so not traits, obviously, because those aren't displayed on their, on mm -hmm. it's not displayed. But if they have a special power, they can use. She can just use it. Now it doesn't work with stop clicks, so don't get excited about that. Um, no, wait a minute. Specifically, it, because it doesn't work, the, you can't copy a stop click and then continue to use that stop click. You can copy a stop click, right? It, yeah, you, because it's when it's revealed and nothing is revealed. <laughs> Yeah, so th that's why, like, yeah, you could copy the stop click, but you just won't get a full dial of stop clicks. But 75 points is a sweet point value for what she has to offer, because she can, you could equip her if you want, but you could also just copy a, a power that has a good, like, you could copy Dark Phoenix's power if you want, so you have Impervious? Yeah, Impervious. Um, but you would have an Impervious that can't be outwitted, so... No, so like what? That's a bonus. So there is there is a lot. And, uh, oh yeah. There, unfortunately, I don't want to get into it right specifically, but there is a lot of unintended, crazy interactions that she would have. Yeah, and so that's why like she's super cool right now. But I think before we get, I, there's no way they let her survive, right? There's no way they're just gonna let that choose a displayed power. I mean, they built Sky Tyrant, so anything is possible. But I hope they don't. I think she's cool. She's not like 50 or 40 points that would make her crazy. She's 75. Her keywords aren't that crazy, even though she does have monster. So like, if she was trying to fit on Fraser's team, that would, you know, 75 points is a lot. I think what's to crazy take out though, of that team. I think what is crazy though is that she can copy some more of the more oppressive retaliator powers. Like I know Dark Phoenix is pretty oppressive. Um but uh maybe. I I'm not saying that emphatically, I'm just saying two pen two penetrating damage and tokens is pretty crazy. Um so but like you could copy like the rare the Proteus's retaliation powder which you know gives out fear tokens but they don't typically do damage mm -hmm. so now she's coming over and doing what 11 12 4 and then yep. handing out fear tokens and then attacking normally so i guess my my other question i have about that and i don't know how it goes from a rule standpoint because once again she's very crazy when a power self-reference it, if you copy it, it's the original a, character. When you copy, yeah. when, when you self-reference, when you copy a power that self-references, it self-references to the new character. 
Yeah, it does. It's, where is that in the rule book? It's somewhere in the comprehensive. I don't know exactly where, but it's definitely in there. Okay, so for the retail, that does work. Like even though the retail says Dark Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. Make it so she can make a close attack. If you could copy that ability, it would switch to Venom Rogue. Yeah. So, so to me, what this figure shows me is that WizKids is doing a really good job on dial design, because I, I really don't think there's anything that breaks. I've looked through. There's really good powers, but it's not better than what we have, I don't think. I don't think she's automatically broken. I think that they've kind of done a good job of keeping the really broken stuff to traits, and then right. powers are normally just like... Well, I think... Really so good, but less. So I think maybe not what's broken about it, and I know we don't want to probably talk a whole lot about these, but, um, I mean, it is... got to remember, man, the, the swap teams. She's got Brotherhood of Mutants, right? And X-Men. Right. Well, I mean, so X Men obviously, but like, I'm just thinking simple brain, simple math here. Seventy five Venom Rogue out, seventy five Black Hardian. Yep, that is correct. Easy breezy, right? <laughs> yep. That's true. She um, she, but the key thing, like Tyler was saying, she's not oppressive. I don't think. Like, even yeah. though she could, she could technically there, copy Sky Tyrant. Well, so there could be something that breaks her that I've missed. They're, here's they're, here, here's the thing. Maybe. I think we <laughs> should. I think we should reserve whether or not we think she's broken until we ask Adam Friedman. I think we can almost do a whole episode or a whole YouTube video just Long talking time. about every option with her, kind of like we did with some of the switch out. Because we're gonna have to do an Avengers switch out video probably at some point too. Right. Like we did with Brotherhood and X Men. So for Venom Rogue, she's one that you can almost sit down and say, okay, here's all the options. Because that's what the big, you know, the bigger teams. If you're not on a HeroClix team, that's what the bigger teams are talking about. Like they're the ones talking about this in their individual chats or whatnot. Hey, here's what about this idea? What about this idea? And so that's what we try to offer in this in this podcast and in these videos is that insight. So I think it'd be if we, if we think she's going to be okay, which I hope she is, it's just that, that screams that almost it, it's one of those borderlines like, oh, they didn't intend that. You know, sometimes they leave out words in their powers. Right. And it's like someone like read over it and forgot the word standard. Yeah, I think, I think they forgot. wasn't intended. I think they forgot I, I think they forgot to include the word standard. Yeah, I uh, I think so too. I hope not. She's way cooler without it, but it's unprecedented. And I so when it's something when it's something unprecedented and it's not hyped as like a new cool thing, I think it's a it's a mistake. I think it is hyped. I think this is a super cool figure it was the one that they showed the first <laughs> it's venom rogue rogue can steal powers i think they've been very good about standard and non-standard language yeah. this seems like it's intended and it seems like their dial design has reflected that because i looked and i, I didn't see anything unless i'm missing something right. she seems really good like a lot of other super rares i don't think she, i don't think even with that she's our best figure again unless i'm missing some broken thing but it seems to me currently like I think they did a good job, but I think it was a ten. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before, do I get do I get my first one now, Alex? Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Of course. Mm -hmm. Um. So again, we're talking about things that we like. Um. <laughs> I think we're getting really close on mission points with this one. Um. <laughs> I, I I'm not saying that we are. We're not there yet. Um. Prime... Be careful because you can't steal Alex's. Yeah. Don't don't steal my don't steal the prime here. 
Wait, no, I'm not the ro. You want the robot, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can have the robot. Oh, are you go are you going Gamora? I'm going to go Gamora. Okay. Oh, that's a shocker. I like it. It's not Gamora, right? It's no, her prime version. Yeah, it's the prime version of Gamora. Um, it is. It, it is Gamora. Requiem is the oh, Requiem is right. the non-prime. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, the uses of outlet, right? Um, um, and then the fact that she can heal off her stop with the don't use outwit. Oh, true. I didn't realize I forgot right. she could heal up with that. Um, her dial is also really solid. Her dial is really solid. Solid combat values. Um, sorry, hang on one second. For each, uh, I'm messaging Pat about the Eternals change for the, for the video. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, Prime Gamora. So the mission points rack up each time they use Outwit, right? So if you have a very Outwit susceptible team, right? Boom, 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 right? You get you get a little bit of uh, That's uh, true. a little bit of motion of the ocean there, and then the stop click is huge, uh, especially with no knockback damage. That's really big. That's a really big, big, big change in the new rules. So before we would just say, oh, she's got to stop. Oh, we'll just knock her back into a wall. It's fine. She's still one shotable. Right, um, but that's not the case anymore, right? So you have to knock her back. She gives out tokens, um, and then she could potentially heal off the click the next turn. It's crazy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, she's solid. I didn't think about her. Um, that's my first one. Y'all go with your second one. Okay. Um, it is the other prime. All the primes in this set are good, um, which is very important for value in cases all right captain marvel prime this guy is 50 points his keywords are amazing cosmic and science is two of the best in the game he also has soldier which is pretty good Kree's okay he's 50 points for six clicks 18 defense to hold dial three damage to hold dial until it jumps to four 12 attack up front 11s 10s running shot triple targets six range for 50 points, starts with Invol, and he's your cosmic leadership that we were talking about earlier. He flies. He's nuts. 12 attack. 10, 12, 18, 3. His special attack power is energy explosion, pen psych. Those work together. And he has triple bolts. When Captain Marvel hits with a range attack, give each hit friendly character, <laughs> each hit character an action token. That's crazy. If he attacks, it's more devastating than a Dark Phoenix retaliation. It's basically the same thing, but it's a wider area. That's crazy. Um, and it's the 12 attack. And it's hard to kill. He's 18 involved for 50 points. All of that is insane. All of that is not why he's good. <laughs> the reason it helps. The reason he's good is he has a trait. I can't just watch him die. I must act. When a friendly character within range and line of fire is targeted with an attack, before the attack is made, you may place... Captain Marvel in a square adjacent to that character and he becomes the target of the attack instead, even if he would otherwise be an illegal target. People are overlooking this. This is this is nuts. This is Mastermind on steroids. This is a defend that you can perplex up and it's better than that. If you put this guy in the middle of your team and perplex his defense to a 21, 
your entire team has a 21 defense. If they try to hit somebody, you just place him in the same square he's in, and he's a 21 defense with Involm. Then they have to hit him, right? They have to hit a 21 and kill this guy before they kill anybody else in your team. And you can perplex that to a 21. So every attack they're making is a 21. Um, that's insane. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, it'll work. There's obviously some ways around it. Um, the pinch maneuver has been mentioned. You could do some knockback. Um, he's also, it, it is susceptible a little bit to multi-targets because um, he can only bring one of the attack, one of the targets in, I believe, because it says a character. I don't know how that interaction actually works. I don't works. either. It's weird. Uh, if he, if what's he's the, what's if the he's specific a, question? So if he's included, so say Sky Tyrant runs up and uses Waldo Arms to just target it giant reach a bunch yeah. of people he's included mm -hmm. i think he still gets to just take one person out of yes. the attack I, that's how i read it is he gets to take one person not everybody but one a person. a character means one person one right character. no I, right i think it's it's the even if he would otherwise be an illegal target right, that might... it just lets him do it so yeah you still draw in one so it's still it's not as good but it's still good um it's crazy and what is even crazier is i'm gonna cheat a little bit here all of that is already nuts this guy's crazy for 50 points he's a cosmic leadership for 50 points that's he's insane um but he was released in a set where they've released demon in armor which shares a keyword with him and he can also fit both of these on Liberia. that says when a character within range is attacked the attacker cannot positively modify or replace their attack value so they're attacking with their standard value into a 21, and they can't target Demon in Armor to get rid of that effect because they have to hit this guy first. Um, so they're like 21s into whatever you can perplex your defense in. Oh, that's or, right. Demon in Armor is a thing in this set. And he shares a scientist with him. Yeah, Alpha uh, Strike Scientist. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just, or you can just move this guy up halfway across the board and they're swinging at you with 21s and then if they don't kill you this this if this guy lives to attack it's crazy good like how devastating now, that i would say from personal experience i mm -hmm. I, I played with the high defense team at the cup mm -hmm. and it was a struggle bus i think this is different than that do you think it's more of a struggle bus i think it's a lot less cuz this guy is 50 points and he affects your whole team and this is not a 19 defend this is a 21 defend no That's no even so, better. so i i mean i typically had a 21 because i had either the negative two attack from harry or the energy shield deflection from the the hoo-ha piece the the construct sure i feel like there are ways around that the harry at least there i mean there wasn't from my experience playing the team okay they either got the negative two or not. But, I mean, it's definitely a 21 defense for close attacks. I'll give you that. And this is a 50-point piece that themes Scientist and Cosmic. Now, I mean, it also ha means you have to include uh, three perplexes on your team to do, what you, you, do, to do, what, you, to do what you want to do, just for, just, yeah, just for is, clarity. It is a little annoying because there's not that much good perplex right now. All I'm right. just a little surprised by that. Scientist has it, though. Yeah, they do. Um, 
I mean, yeah, he, demon and armor would be good with Harry and <laughs> and uh, Marvel, and just combine them all. Just to be like, yeah, you're never attacking. Yeah, because you can't try to out perplex Harry's negatives because they don't get to positively mm-hmm. affect it. So fair, huh? Yeah, I think we're just making a team for uh, Scott Crampton. That's uh, Harry, Demon in Armor, and uh, Prime Marvel. And uh, that's 150 points, right? How much yep. is Harry? 50. Yep, 50. 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 150. There you go. Huh. Interesting. This guy's crazy. I think he's being overlooked. No, I don't think right. he is. So, uh, anyway, we can talk about him more later. Um, this is just the preview of our excitement. Uh, Alex, go. Ultron Pym, he was previewed Prime, Ultron Pym, he was, well, this was recorded on Sunday, we saw him today. Yep. Um, 80 points, cosmic energy, um, he's got three traits, no special powers. First trait, when an opposing character that is part of a theme team uses probability control, after resolution steal that character one unavoidable damage. That's almost enough to worth 80 points. Like, six clicks, 80 points, if he only had that trait... <laughs> He would almost be borderline playable. Just to be like, you're using prob, you take one on un- unavoidable, please. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah, it, it can definitely affect teams very negatively. Yeah, and and keep in mind, almost everyone's themed. Like we were talking about earlier with Matt, almost everyone's themed. There's a lot, some non-themed, but most people are themed. Oh, so, it's also not uh, just and, a theme prob. You can use it's normal prob if right. you're on the theme team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, animals yeah, are dead. Animals are dead. That is, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, your your one uh, your uh, high evolutionary is dying pretty quickly to this. Yeah. Um, so that's like amazing right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Second, when Ultron Pym starts the game, this is going to be very convoluted. We could go into it later or in another episode. Yeah. The opponent generates three infinity markers in distinct squares in their starting area. Then they make three infinity markers in distinct squares on the map. And then they have to be three three apart. So just imagine on their side of the map, there's going to be three in their starting area, and then three in anywhere on the map. They just have to be three squares away. Your people have, or he has, power action. Remove an infinity marker from a square occupied by a friendly character with Ultron in its name. So there's plenty of Ultrons now. Him, the Chase, the Pogs he makes, which I'll get to. If you did that, after resolutions, gain one mission point for each infinity marker on this card. So it's a mission point figure. Um, his infinity markers are cumulative. So your first one would only give you one, but then your second one would give you two, and then your next one would give you three. Three, like it adds up quickly. So it, it would get to twenty, I think. Yeah, you get twenty-one if you pick up all of them. Yeah. Um, so that's neat. Like mission point pressure, I think, is underplayed because there hasn't been a- enough. So this is cool. Mission point pressure. You're not playing him just to do this, but it's something to add that that your opponent has to think about. Um, And you know what? Just being able to have something in their starting area and they have to think about it can throw some players off when they have everything so focused, especially with everything so alpha strikey. To suddenly say, hey, here's six markers I need you to put on the field (laughs) at the beginning of this game. Um, Please do that now. Um, he's also got Avengers, so when he starts the game, so he, he you have to put that even when he's switched in. So with Avengers. Um, so the oh, sure. that, that's true, but we also did see right before we started recording the um, 
non-prime, the non-prime, and he the non-prime turns into this guy. Yes, which um is okay. Um, we we could talk about that more in the set review. I looked at it and I'm kind of like, okay, that's interesting, but um, yeah, the his last power, leadership mastermind, of course, when. Ultron Pym uses leadership and succeeds. In addition to normal effects, thank you for putting that in, yep. generate an Ultron drone bystander. Now, the Ultron drones, they're not amazing. They're not bad. They don't have autonomous. But sidestep, 10 attack, 17 toughness, 3 damage, 6 range, 1 bolt. Well, the thing is, they do have Masters of Evil. Um, yeah. So Which, they, no, it's not... It isn't what it used to be. Remember, it's when they make a close attack. No, that's what I'm saying. You get, get, you get hit by a swarm of Ultron drones, and they all lower your defense mm -hmm. for punching you. So yeah. that 10 becomes so, more relevant. Oh, yeah. He's got prob, stealth, poison for some reason. I don't get the poison. Um, and impervious, the whole dial. Uh, he gets sidestep for his last three clicks instead of stealth. Avengers, robot, ruler, scientist. Great keywords. I can't wait to get one. I'm a Pog player by heart. So for me, him and Master Mold for what, 105 points? How many? Master Mold's 25 points or yeah, 30? I can't remember. 25. It's like, it's like okay, I'm busting out Sentinels and Ultron drones. The drones don't give up any points. Mm -hmm. I'm um, beginning to yeah. be more of, a, uh, more of a fan of the unoutwittable Mastermind uh, yes. mm -hmm. due, mm -hmm. due to the lack of Secret Six. That was just my gonna be my comment was yeah. yep. the reason this guy's playable is he has unoutwittable mastermind and dan dan i don't know what's your second person you were going to talk about captain america at all no but i do want to save that one for the set review so right but i wanted to just mention that for ultron pym also to mention that i called that captain america was going to be a thing that switches out avengers mm. let that be check a couple episodes ago i said that was going to be a thing he did uh, ultron pym can be switched out so if you're going to get something that pogs or something aren't good or you can't really do mission points because maybe Tyler's team, maybe you're building Ultra, uh, Ultron for a mission point and Tyler's team is a little too aggressive. Though he has a lot of props, so you, you, you might want to still play him. But maybe you're playing, oh, against sure. a team, playing against a team that's just too many, too aggressive that you're not going to be able to build up mission points. Because he does theme with Herbie, funny enough. Um, <laughs> Which I really wish we had a, a robot sidekick because yeah. I would play Ultron Pym, Herbie, and robot sidekicks and just have a crazy time. Uh, Who turns somebody into a sidekick? Nobody. That's uh, not a robot, is it? No. Uh, if it's an Avenger, then oh. that might be beneficial. Who was uh, that? It was in this set, right? Uh. Colossus makes someone from Jean Grey School of Higher Learning a sidekick. Oh, maybe that was it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's some flexibility there. But uh, yeah, I saw him today and I was pumped. Like, yeah. I can't wait to try to play him because I think he brings... He's an Ultron that I could see cracking the meta at some point. So I'm, I'm pumped about it. Yeah, I think he's super cool. Um, he's got a lot going for him. He's got the improve the whole dial. The mastermind is what makes him playable. Um, couple, it is sad that you can't run Prime Mad Thinker on your robot team with him. That's sad. Um, but that, uh, Mad Mad Thinker's the only other Prime you really play on robots, so yeah, that's true. So but he's really good. <laughs> you always really play true. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that is sad. But um, it's also worth noting that he is the one that gets the power action it's not whoever is in the square right so 
if you generate, you know, let's say you hit the leadership and you generate one, you TK it out and then move it out all the way as far as it can, and it's on that thing, then he is given the power action to generate it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, you can do that every turn. Every time you get one, you just send them out without, you know, it's some you they have to come to you because you don't care if they kill your Ultron drones and you're gonna win eventually. So, um, yeah, he's pretty cool. I like him. All right, so my second one, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and call out Unique Wolverine. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Um, and uh, the uh, he is unresolved in that. Uh, I think if he swapped out, there's some problem with him. Um, of course, you pick a broken figure. Yeah, yeah it's because <laughs> it says at the beginning of the game, choose a character. And if he's not on your force at the beginning of the game, he doesn't choose a character. And then it says Wolverine can't be targeted unless he has made an attack this game or is adjacent to his mark. Yeah. So if you swap him in, he doesn't get his mark. So he doesn't have a mark. So he's never adjacent to his mark. So he basically cannot be attacked yeah. until... Yeah. Um, he attacks. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think they're probably going to change it. I don't think it's like that big of a deal. Yeah. We don't have an. Yeah. But it it might break something else in the future, so I'm okay with an errata. But I, I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't I know. know. Yeah, that's what it was. I I well, so man, it was this close, guys. If okay. this Wolverine had the Fantastic Four keyword. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. We are this close to just a team full of undying that you'll never kill Wolverines. Yeah, this close. Yeah, that's true. This close. Uh, I, I, why? Do, why in my head do I imagine like someone in WizKids like put Fantastic Four? Man, is that team? Is that team just like a hundred and fifty points? No, it would be a hundred and twenty-five, and you just play both of them. And they just, and then they just don't ever die. They just never die. You just cannot beat it. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or if there was ever like the Steve, if there was ever Steve Rogers for the Fantastic See, Four, it's stuff like that is why this thing should get Narada. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't think because it can be breakable like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um. But I mean, yeah, you could you could target it right, or just swap it in right. You just play X, the Professor X, and swap it in and don't choose a mark and then uh, swap out Professor X and yeah. Anyway. There's also, there are some ways around it, like it's not protected pulse wave, um, you know, you can poison through it, he has toughness but it's penetrating poison, just things that aren't don't target, right, there's ways around it. Um, yeah, I mean you have to get past the toughness first. Cause yeah, out, unless out, it's penetrating poison. Yeah, outwit. Because outwit targets, so um, yeah, I knew I liked this guy. I forgot why, but uh, <laughs> um, I, it's just funny. It's just funny. So he's a I really mean, good dial for for fifty points. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm just excited that Empire just has stuff to be excited about. It's you know, true. we we didn't we didn't feel that way with Rise and Fall. Like there was like two or three things and we're like okay well I think we did the problem with Rise and Fall was that it was spoiled and then we waited two months more than right. two months well the problem is, is that so we, we got yeah. tired of it so I think the only thing is is like here's what I say again the only thing I'm not excited about with is other than the Ultron Pym ruining animals obviously um, <laughs> is um, it doesn't really change anything 
This this adds more meat to the swap outs. Uh, all three of them, and then includes a new fourth one. Right? So now we'll have Fantastic Four, X-Men, Brotherhood, and Associated, and Avengers. Um, I think it's too early to say that. <laughs> well, I will say it doesn't hard counter Dooms. It doesn't hard counter Batman. Yeah, but there's never a hard counter. It's just always some you know another team pops up. Well, that's what I'm I saying. Do. Another, but another team that typically pops up makes another team bad, and we haven't had a team pop up that's made another team exceptionally bad in a while. It doesn't have to make it except it just has to be marginally better. It has to be a marginally better team. Right, and, and, I, and, I, and I don't think we have a marginally better team. I think I'm trying to agree with you. I'm trying to, we're just trying to agree on what terms we're using, we're using here. No, I disagree with you. I think this changes, I think there's definitely potential that this changes the meta. I think that the team that I had mentioned, um, there's a, I think there's a really good team there. I think I like Beast a lot. I don't know, people don't agree with me. Um, the Ultron stuff is mission points. It actually is good for once. There's some yeah. sidekick stuff that people will try. I think there's there's stuff in this set. Yeah. All right, Avengers so, switch out. All right. So all right, well, let's wrap it up. Oh, oh, okay. It, is it really good, Alex? I'll say it for my final thoughts. That's fine. All right. What's your final thoughts? My final thought is I just realized that absolutely Tyler is probably going to play Ultron Pym all the time. Because it is by far the hardest counter to a Watu that we have ever seen. Because <laughs> the Watu is like, yeah, let's do mission points for every prob. And you're like, okay, you damage yourself for every prob you do. <laughs> yep. That is fun. That is true. So there you Maybe go. I'll That's do my final thought. Yep. Tyler? Uatu uh, is still garbage. He will not be played even on mission point teams. I stand by it. Uatu is garbage. All right. Well, I am excited that we recorded tonight because I got to see O twenty one Sprite. <laughs> Highlight of the night. That's man, I guys, you just if I had had Sprite when Uni was legal and modern. Oh my god! Would have won a major tournament. I, uh, I mean, I, you kind of did that. Just going through it is yeah. crazy how much a better Unimind is now. It's, that's really crazy. Right. He got like. Not twice as better, but he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, though. No. So, anyways, well, he took a little dip, and now he's back up in silver and bronze, I think. So, anyways, very excited about Sprite now. It's eleven oh nine. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off today. We'll talk to y'all next time. See ya. See ya.